Oh, wait. Yeah, pause that. Pause that. Say something funny to start. All right, cool. Like, dun, 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 dun. You leave that part in now, I notice. Yeah. We're more likely to believe an important local businessman than a foul-mouthed jerk from out of town. Foul-mouthed? Fuck you, man. You are now rocking with the worst. Uh, as you know, if you got here, this is the worst case scenario, and I'm your host, MC Onion, the Rap Scallion, Falio Iglesias, the Foul Mouth Jerk, uh, the Archduke, the Peshmo, the Von Luft Balloons, Punani DeFranco, the Subwoofer Drug Pusher, the Dime Store Crime Lord, and with me as usual is Silvery Plath. A.K.A. Alicia Silverstone, Woko Ono, Babe Ruthless, and a bunch of other shit that I'll fuck up if I kept saying it. Uh, and the man we cannot do without, Tooth Willis, Adam Strange, Adam Who's Strange, uh, Infidel Castro, the Vice Count, Dirty Finger, and a uh, special guest, first timer, yes, uh, Anastasia Star Closet, uh, which. Oh man, I like to come up with their names. Damn, that's so good. That's just too good to leave alone. Um, and yeah, you're back with uh, the worst case scenario. Um, and uh, I'm gonna go get right back into it because it's my favorite thing that I saw. Uh, Giuliani uh, got confronted Viciously in a bodega. Assaulted, he Ex- said. Yes, and he said, like, I felt like I had been shot. A gunshot went a off. Gunshot went through my body. If I wasn't so incredibly fit. I could have died. I stumbled two steps, but I didn't fall down. Like he was, uh, uh, like remember the what are the things you used to punch and you know, like they wobble but they don't. I, I had down. a I had a Captain Caveman one, yeah. and you would blow it up. The bottom had a sandbag, and you punch oh, it to come back yeah. up. Yeah, just yeah. And they're like, oh, it might wobble, but it don't fall down. Yep. You know, uh, so Giuliani is whatever one of those are, and whenever we remember it, which would probably be midway through the show when we're talking about something what else. What happened to him, Will Smith? No, a dude walked up to him in a bodega. Okay, he was he was out campaigning for his son who just lost. Yeah, Andrew so, Giuliani. So just so we know, like too. I don't know why Republicans stick with Giuliani because you look back at his electoral history. He was mayor, yeah. You he's know. always been, but bullshit. then he's just lost. You have so Every, many friends that are giant assholes. He got near. And you still stick by them. He just <laughs> kept losing. He Everybody he has butt dialed reporters and talked about money. You know, like he has done so many things. Like your if you friends look, have if done If you worse. search him, you look at a list. Yeah, but not. So publicly, you know, and like, like if there were like eight articles about one of my friends, I might not hang out with him publicly so much because I wouldn't want to be part of the next article, you See, know, but he. OK, I disagree with that, but go. But he so he he was out campaigning for his son and this dude comes up and just hit him on the back. Like, him, taps you know, him on and like could, a shoulder. Tap. And it was it was probably a bit of a, a pop, but he hit, pops him on the back. He's like, what's up, scumbag? What's and up, just keeps scumbag? Going. Now he goes and then he calls the police and he's like, I've been assaulted. He came over and he said something about abortion and he was going off about liberal stuff. And the guy, all he said was, what's up, scumbag? Pop. And and okay, then, so, but let's say, like, it is important to say, like, whether it was either a bodega or a grocery store or whatever. It was, like but, it was a Rite Aid, but the dude, But the dude who tapped him on the back was an employee of the store. And he walks up behind him, like, you know, like when you slap your homie on the back and you're like, yo, what up, homie? And he just goes, 
what's up, scumbag? Just because, you know, he's a fucking New Yorker, and he's like, I knew you before you were this whole national thing. I've lived here. I was here when you were a fucking prosecutor. I was here when you were the mayor. And so while, you know, when you watch Giuliani on the news now, and they're like, oh, he was America's mayor. How could he have fallen so low? And if you grew up anywhere relevant to the tri-state area, within 300 miles of New York City from, I would say, the mid-80s on, you always knew. This guy is a fucking piece of shit. He's full of shit. I mean, same with Trump, too, but we'll get to that. But it's just like he's always been that dude taking credit for shit he didn't do and then shirking responsibility for fuck shit he did do. Like a politician. Just all day. All day. It's like, you know, he's like, yeah, the man who fucking ended the mafia in New York. And it's like fool you didn't do none of those investigations you were not the prosecutor on any of that shit you were just the boss of that division and it wasn't even like like he did it right like it it took (sighs) it took like dude became called the teflon don during that era because he couldn't get him john Gotti became known as the teflon don because he beat so many cases under giuliani's watch but that morning the news comes out that giuliani's been assaulted he claims he's been assaulted and then within you know Three hours, the police are like, we got a videotape. He, he didn't do anything. He just tapped him on the back lightly. He didn't even stumble forward and when it's this just, happened. He didn't say anything. And Giuliani remembered him saying things like an hour later. He was just making up shit. And also the video is not like some Sean King Instagrams uh, citizen journalism filming. It's just the store's security camera being like, uh, nah, dog, he just... He tapped you on the back, and, and we couldn't hear what he said, but apparently you were upset about it. And like, he kept walking. And like, Ultimately, he didn't sit and engage with you about political conversation. And the employee gets locked up over it because Giuliani's a celebrity. And no stays, way, yes, really? But and he did. stays locked up for 24 hours. But he's a local hero. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like he's 15 a, minutes. He's like, America's mayor. We've all spent 24 hours. You know what I he mean? But we didn't get like. To he's be the America's guy, mayor, know? and you can't spell America without mayor. Now he didn't get um. He didn't lose his job over it either. He still works at, exactly. and it. Exactly. I remember like, now. It was everyone knows he's a hero. Duane Reed. Yeah. I use the Duane term Reed. loosely. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fucking uh. No, and because the the management. Of whatever store, whether it's Dwayne Reed or whoever, the management was like, "Yeah, here's the video. We actually watched this a lot while dude was probably in Central Booking or something." And they're like, "Yeah, he didn't know." Because the headline that I read, uh, read at the time, was like Giuliani quote a gunshot through my back, and then of course everything that you're gonna read on a headline is gonna be clickbait. So I was like, oh no way, somebody shot Giuliani because it would be a way different headline. But then you read in, it was like exactly what you're saying, like oh it was like a shot and I stumbled forward but I didn't fall down, and he really made a show of I didn't fall down. And it's like, bro, you are. A fall down drunk who, you know, no finger pointing here, but you 
are in the January 6th hearings only mentioned as the super drunk dude at the election. You know what I mean? Yeah. During the Trump election party. Like, yeah, let's let's overturn the election. You know what I mean? So it's like, bro, we already, we already know this. He should have done the thing that they do in sports now. What's it called? Oh, the flopping. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Giuliani he done flop? it. You know what I mean? Like, he should have just gone for it. Once, like, my kid pointed it out, I was like, oh, it's like a whole thing that they're doing now? And it's not just football. It's basketball. Well, soc- I don't know what they do in it's baseball. Soccer, I don't watch it that. It started in soccer. Shit. Yeah, soccer yeah. has oh, a lot of it. Who where- watches that? Yeah. <laughs> Not in Europeans. this country. Yeah, not not in this country. It's Just the most kidding. watched. I know. But, but that but that would have been appropriate. I'm super international, bro. I get it. Sick Giuliani flop where he just like tumbles into the, the locks or like, you know, the, the fucking sandwich counter. Or would've I don't been know. So good if he was just laying there waiting. But he's he's a fragile dude, man. Like did you, did you He's not that fragile, he didn't fall down. No, oh, I see what you did there. He might wobble, Giuliani might wobble, but he don't fall down. Um, no, but he's definitely, and I've said this before. I don't know if y'all remember the side-scrolling uh, video, Sega Genesis video game, um, Ghosts and Goblins, no, but nope. he looks super much like one of the skeleton goblins from Ghosts and Goblins. I've, I've said for a long time, like, I don't speak Italian, but I'm pretty sure Giuliani, it's like Italian for ghoul. Yeah. That just sounds like the racist way that you would say, like, oh, he's a ghoul. Yeah. You know, it, if you were, like, trying to be, like, oh, Giuliani. Like, if I was speaking fake Italian, that's definitely how I would say it. He's a Giuliani. Checks out. I don't know if you saw, his, his son was running for governor in New York. Mm-hmm. He had no chance, but he made all these videos. Every one of his campaign videos, he would never be like square in the camera where you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Like he would make a video and it would just be like the tops of his shoulders and his head at the bottom of the screen. Or he's like, mm-hmm. it's from a really weird angle low and he's like taking up the whole screen. Like for some reason, he just couldn't get that right. And the second I saw like the third one, I was like, this, this guy can't win. Like, Wait, is he you doing it on if, his own iPhone? Like, yeah, yeah, he has I'm pretty no sure. camera yeah, crew? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yo, I'm going to set also, my iPhone up Also, he definitely has a here. shot. Like, oh, all these yeah. fucking idiots have a shot. Oh, yeah. If that's your dad, you got a shot. Well, not only that, though. Like, people sleep on the redneck factor of New York because when right. people yeah. think New oh, York, yeah. they think I the lived, city. Yeah, I lived up but, north in New York for a while. Star Closet, you know, as a Vermonter, you are well acquainted with New York State. Yes. Right? You yes, know what yes. I mean? And, like, people think the words New York, and you're like, oh, Manhattan, the Bronx, Brooklyn, these kind of things. But it is, while the 90% of the population lives there, the state of New York is one of the most redneck places you can ever go. And I have seen so many Confederate flags in, you know, like, Coxsackie or, like, you know, just... Oh, dude, so many. I lived in Rochester for like years, and I had to drive up and down from the city to Rochester. I never saw Didn't them. see them? They're right. all over Vermont. As yeah, well. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm sure in Vermont. Mm. And yes. it's <laughs> so like as people that live in the American South, you get the argument a lot. That's like, oh, it's not racism. It's the history. And as I've said many times, I'm like, it's not either or, bro. It's just a history of racism. Then, you know, but, you know, I have seen them in Michigan. 
I have seen Confederate flags in Washington State, like right outside. Like if you leave Seattle or Tacoma, you're going to see Confederate flags out there. And the whole bug thing about that is like, first of all, even though I disagree with the argument in the South of like, oh, it's just our history. At least there is. I disagree with it, but there is that argument to be made that these were confederate states so like oh it's we're not racist this is our history but when you go to say washington state and you see that you're like dog y'all weren't even a state there is no history here but people don't identify with the state that they live in i gotta say they and identify with their th- roots there are people like, in washington they came from somewhere with a dominican flag on their wall that is there, fair there's somebody with a puerto rican flag in washington state that, that is fair but that's where they came from and but the extra that's where the races came from right but the yeah. extras but the extras the of races it, came from like almost everywhere i don't think washington was even a state yet right that's when what we I'm had saying. the civil war right so that's, like, that's what i mean they their parents like but took the, a fucking horse there but the extra irony like of it being Grand grandparents i don't know yeah like that's way too close but yeah. the extra irony of it being Both. in New York State they had cars. is the fact that uh, I think it's New York and Massachusetts were the states that um, you know, a bunch of them it made slavery illegal immediately. Like when we when they did the Constitutional Congress or whatever, like Mass immediately outlawed slavery. Right, they but never had legal slavery. No, as, no, they, as United States, they did. There. All right, but whether they did or didn't, uh, when the Fugitive Slave yeah. Act came into being. I believe it was New York, Massachusetts, and maybe Maine. They were like, yeah, we're not going to let you enforce the Fugitive Slave Act here. Mm-hmm. So when uh, reinterpreters of the story of the Civil War, they're like, it wasn't about slavery. It was about states' rights. And it's like, well, that's actually true, except that it wasn't the Confederacy that was, or the southern s- slave states that were fighting for states rights they were fighting against it because new york and massachusetts had decided we're not going to let you uh enforce the fugitive slave act but maine yeah and look at its face today that's very strange you would think that they're like yo there's no black people here why would we even care you know what i mean like that's very odd (laughs) to this day there's literally three black people three states that said this then i would think and there were a few. There was a couple. I don't remember population. all of them, but there was a Must right. But New York point. was well. No, Maine was part of the um, Missouri Compromise. I just heard that's on how you, it's weird. On that's like, how you get there. I just heard this news story about the Supreme Court history. What mm-hmm. like how many numbers have been on it historically, and like there's no set number of justices. We can change it whenever we want. Absolutely. Lincoln had one judge. Like whoever was the chief justice kept mm-hmm. fucking with him, mm-hmm. and he was like. He just, boom, added a judge. Yep. Just out of nowhere. It was like, boom, now. And then that dude just voted everything Lincoln wanted. And I was like, right now, like, there's one guy who was making a point. He's like a historian for the Supreme Court. He was like, no, we shouldn't add five justices. We should add, like, 40. Like, yeah. right now, the biggest problem is that each one has too much power. <laughs> and, it, and it doesn't change their it amount just of... It looks the same as well, every well, here's other the, They have the same amount of power, but... They're yeah. not. They're as diverse as nine people can be, but they're not diverse. And if we had forty of them, each the same power would be there, but each one would have a slight, a very much smaller piece of it. So that's like nobody. That's vote. why the rest of our government works so well. 
but that no, but <laughs> that's the thing is we don't want we, we don't want them like to work though. The thing is, you got sixty people; they can't agree to anything. Nothing happens, you know, or a hundred. Well, if we no, can just keep doing you that, you just want right, to have it there and nothing happens. Hey, the Department of Sabotage. You have a government, and you have Ooh. another part of the government. No, that's I mean, um. That's, that feels like a titular. No, it's what's his name. Department no, he's of giving sabotage? credit to that to no, someone it's, else. It's no, um, Dune. Like Who wrote Dune? Uh, Frank Herbert. Yeah, he had he had another series of books where there was the Department of Sabotage, and it was like a set in the future. But one department of the government whole job was to fuck up every other department of the government, so nothing could ever happen, and they could never change or fuck or fuck with people. And so there was like this agent whose whole thing was to like go fuck up the IRS or go fuck up Congress and just get Ooh, in the way of anything. That's kind of just called a Republican just, right now. No, like it's that, not. It's, it's a, called every single one of them, dude. There's no way that you can divide them out. Well, no, at this it's point, more man. like you know, Mr. Burns when he goes to the doctor, <laughs> yes. and there's a bunch of germs trying to get it's, through the door. Uh, it's mostly it? like that. Three Stooges. They all want to do something. Three Stooges syndrome. But they can't all fit through the called. door because they're very fat from all the money. But all right, so that they're getting paid to not. Do when, shit. But when you <laughs> when you bring up uh, the judge that Lincoln put on there and he, yeah. quote unquote here, finger quotes on radio, um, that. So when he put the extra judge on there, the weirdest thing, and I only learned this this morning. It's the only reason I know what you're talking about. Uh, so apparently there was, at that time, there was six judges on the Supreme Court. And what I found mind-boggling to me was like, yo, how the fuck do you have an even number of judges on the Supreme Court? The idea, as far as I understand it, and anyone feel free to correct me, but like... I thought the reason that there was always either nine or 13 or, you know, seven or whatever is that the ostensible uh, purpose of the Supreme Court is when the executive and the legislative branches can't really figure it the fuck out. They would just be the deliberative body that would be like, nah, this is the final word on what this is and if it's even possible to have a fucking tie on the last word well then you've solved fucking nothing so how is there ever an even number of judges on it that's why when people like they probably have an electoral college oh like where they learn about things <laughs> <laughs> Where you think it's the popular vote, but it's not but really. But it's not. It's not very popular. Honestly, yes, it's just a whole different body of it's not popular. that are making the actual decision and have nothing to do with how most of the people vote. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's the same thing. But it's just like when people talk about like, oh, Biden should expand the court. And they're like, put 13, yep. make it 9 to 13. And you're like, I don't know, 13. I don't know how you respond to that, but like, I was like, that seems like a lot. But it was like, I don't know. I was like, oh, wait, it's just an odd number. Well, you just need my an, lucky number, though. It's, well, they it's, usually avoid it like the plague. I'm surprised they would even introduce that. I know. I think you should go into that. It's like, uh, just skip right to 15. As a doula, Abdul like, like, like floors and buildings. No. Well, it's, Why there's do a, they do that? Tell them. Because they're afraid. Tell them, Silvery. they afraid of? I don't know. I, I have no idea. I think that you should talk about this. <laughs> you told I'm me. I'm going to make it very brief. No, they, they because... That's not what we do here. 13 moons in a cycle, right? So we have this Gregorian calendar that takes all of nature and every woman off of her cycle mm -hmm. that fits a 
eight day cycle. So we would have 13 moons. So for all kinds of magic, right? It's based on the natural cycles of things and 13 and like many of us like are ruled by that in our bodies and are mimicking nature to our human self. And so there was a fear of that, right? Like as Christianity comes in, right? They're like, oh fuck, it's the witches. We're trying to burn that shit. So 13's like, oh hell no. Like we're not down with the natural rhythm of shit. You guys are tapped into something and we're trying to control it. Didn't Jesus' crew have 13 they people took in it? away. Jesus and 12 disciples. Jesus and 12 disciples. That's me. But then I guess Mary would make a 14 and, and it just changed it all up. Well, then Mary Magdalene? She was supposed to be a disciple, the sexy right? one. Then you got to move a damn sexy fucking sexy disciple. Magdalene, right? Don't you picture her? Like, she was so fly. That's why they said she was a I hoe. Think she was I think she was probably pretty fly and they were like not feeling it. But I, yeah, to this day, they don't like 13. They don't like it. They don't like it because it's too many moon cycles. They have to put how many fucking leap years into just to make all of that work, just to make it fit. But the it's majority of buildings <laughs> out there, like it's it's more of a myth that buildings don't have a thirteenth floor because it was a very it's not sh- a myth. No, there there are some buildings that don't have a thirteenth floor. Many. But it's like one out of a hundred. Like you think in China, they're not putting in the thirteenth floor. They don't I, give a fuck I've about never you. been in China. I in, in, tell you. I'm saying, but in Malaysia America, is building buildings too. America, yes, for for a time didn't, but new buildings are. You know, the people that build buildings aren't superstitious right now. So like when somebody's they're building a, little, a skyscraper right now, they're gonna put they that thirteenth floor in where there. Where the patriarchy came from, they just it. know they're a part of it. They're like, all right, whatever. But was, back in the day, that's how it yeah, started. No, and now the, they're like, whatever. We don't care about thirteen. Eighteen hundred to like shit. the fifties, it was a thing, but it's it stopped being one. I just mm. I saw a, a, I watch a lot of weird YouTube building videos. Mad Men. That, that was the up. end of it. Oh shit. Pretty much. Who's in charge? Or I think once once everybody. John Malkovich. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> That's the he was like, I can't movie. have all these Is people crawling into my head. Start putting the 13th floor like a regular floor and don't make it little. He's a very questionable figure himself. That was a lot, and I watched it like so many times. What being with John Malkovich? Yeah, it's a, it's a fine film. I like that. It's film. like a core memory kind of film. Also, John Malkovich, you know, I think probably a shit human being, but. Probably, but if, just a tremendous actor. But I also I don't know anything about him. Uh, he's a Zionist. I know there's all these articles out there um, about anybody who's ever spoken ill of Israel. He will write you personal okay, letters let, and call you a dick. Let's preface this by saying, like, a vehement Zionist in the sense of the original political sense of the word Zionist, not in the sense of like. Um, the protocols of the elders of Zion, like not in the racist anti-Semitic trope of the term Zionism, but like you're like way too pumped on Israel doing like the government of Israel doing fuck shit to Palestinians and Arabs in general. You know what I mean? Like he's a fundamentalist. He is a yeah. fundamentalist, and that would be a way, but not fun. Less, yeah. He's he not he's a not fun he's a fun. not fundamentalist. Taking the fun he's, out of fundamentalism since nineteen twenty five. He's a no fundamentalist. <laughs> so yeah, and it's uh, you know, as if our listen, one of our three listeners is uh jewish and uh you know i just don't want to offend him we don't know which one shout out to also he's made out of metal robotic parts that's all i'm gonna say and 
I don't know if he likes John Malkovich or not. Offensive. Well, no. not at first when we just said it. If we had kept going, but now that we if we stuck to it and we're still like, talking about it, we're probably getting closer I'm and closer to it. Oh, for sure. Now he's like, oh, I'm going to be singled out for that. Out of all the things I do, that's what's going to be brought up. Well, in fairness, I give him a lot of shit no, about Judaism. <laughs> hey, they're suing in Florida right now if because had, um, apparently they're like, abortion is, we, we're okay with abortion with our religion. Awesome. So by banning re- yeah. abortion, you are cu- you are coming against our religious beliefs. Yeah. And the it's Bible so has cool. instructions on how to like stop pregnancies in at least two different places. Wait, they're what does like, that have to do with Judaism? Here's some recipes that somehow involve lemon juice and douching in weird ways. And, and cytosac, yeah. And they um they mention that in the Bible. Like sacred. Bible actually explains how to abort. Super sacred. It does? And I'm Literally. sure it was something to do with Old like if, or new? I'm sure it was something like if God comes and tells you it's a girl, it doesn't. It's That's okay not to kill exactly it. how that goes. Because the Bible has it's not. There's not like recipes. Can you explain it to me? Because I just came off sounding like wicked anti-Semitic, and I just want to like wash away that. Can you explain to <laughs> this me? This is the best so, way to start. So we'll bring okay. up how they kill babies. <laughs> no, I think and that's go. been fucking fantastic um, for me. I was yeah. like, oh, it's a different angle on a topic that i really don't even know how to weigh in on anymore mm-hmm. so i'm just like okay so much of what i see on social media is uh repetitive right and it's like the same thing and people in the horrifying stories and the like media porn about all of it and people like repeating over and over the same memes and i'm mm-hmm. like i feel you like but i don't know it's just so much but then occasionally something like that comes up where I'm like, oh, shit, thank you. Like a new angle on this concept. And so for someone that absolutely spiritually does not believe that life um, is present as a human until you take your first breath and that that's really the most biblical thing you can talk about, right? Like when you talk about the Old they Testament. They do say that. I believe that life begins you, at ejaculation. When but. you take your first breath, you know, like when Adam took his first breath, that's the beginning of life. And so for them to say like, wow, that's really an encroachment on my spiritual beliefs is a I, go for it. Like every but, angle you but, can come at, like so, I'm about it. And I think that's cool as fuck. And I'm like, but who said that? That really is. The Jewish people, they have a oh, suit against yeah, no, in Florida. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're, they're being sued by some Jewish group in Florida right now. And that, that made the abortion ban. Catch up. The abortion ban in Florida is on pause right now. So because they're still doing abortion. Jewish groups were like, yeah. no, in the Old Testament, yeah. it says when this Adam took his first system. breath. This is our spiritual belief. This is a part of our spiritual life. And so if you're using it in this way. That that's what you believe it's encroaching on our religious beliefs. yeah which at the same time that they're like you can do prayers in schools and you can do all you know all these things that are christian based right it's gonna take all the other people that are not christian and be like well, okay cool florida, right, florida just, just did a um, start chanting florida had this your rugs teacher seven times a teacher conference thing for teaching teachers how to how to apply the new laws in florida mm-hmm. but they did this like summer camp for teachers and they in it they kept pushing that and someone like took the paperwork and took screenshots that they um, church and state is just a suggestion that there is no actual separation of church and state in the Constitution. So it's OK to bring your church to school. And they actually taught this just now to Florida teachers using Florida tax money to pay to teach teachers that it's mm-hmm. that there is no separation of church and state. And that if anybody brings it up, remind them that it's a letter that happened, not the Constitution. But when is a Muslim teacher going to do that? Like, when is someone going to be like, okay, like, seven times a day, this is what we do. Yeah. And this is what we as a classroom do. <coughs> and how are we going to even do, like, 
Well, no, it's obviously there are going to be amazing people that are going to step up and be like, okay, here I go. And then we're going to watch that happen. Right. right. And as I always say on these shows, like, oh, that's where the snake swallows its tail. It's, and it is. Ouroboros, bro. Ouroboros. Yo, shout out to Nick Marshall. Don't harsh the marsh. Uh, hashtag that. Uh, anyway, uh, yes. Whenever I use that term, it is usually. Uh, in reference to like, oh, Republicans want to fucking institute this thing. But like, as Adam Strange, you have pointed out many times, it's like, dude, you're just instituting Sharia law in the under the auspices that like, we got to stop these Muslims from instituting these things. And it's like, yo, just because you're saying it's in the name of Christianity, it's still it's. Sharia law by any other name wouldn't smell so sweet. You know what I mean? Like, once you open the door to be like, no, uh, church and state, don't separate them. It's no. like, well, yeah, you know that now the Jews, the Muslims, and the Hindus all get to do that too, right? Like, it's not... When they say church, they just mean the one church. Literal church. Yeah. <laughs> it's literal. They're like, Capital no, C. Yeah, no, we still separate <laughs> mosque and state. Yeah. Absolutely, yes, Dad. Absolutely. absolutely. Well, that is a good point to be like, it's separating church and state. Because like, Jews would be like, well, we don't, we don't have any churches. Yep. And Muslims would be like, we don't have any churches either. So you didn't say anything about separating temple and state. You said nothing about separating, you know, and church being a, just a word to mean all of the religions. But I don't think it like that. Like, if you ever ask a Jewish person about, like, did you ever go to church? They'd be like, no. No. Went to temple. Never have been. It's, but that's also, you know, as we talked about last week when we are talking about, uh, well, either last week or the week before, but like how actually we talked about this a few times because uh, all the literalists or the what do they call themselves originalists Originalist. or whatever on the Supreme Court. And it's like so Amy Coney Barrett is like, well, I'm an originalist. And it's like uh, you were property. Well, some, so, something I learned. And then, like, you know how we were talking about last week that, like, uh, Clarence Thomas was like, we need to revisit all this shit. But he stopped just short of Loving vs. Virginia. Yeah. And it's like, mm, okay, but how how can you be female or and or not white and be like, well, I'm an originalist who sits on the Supreme Court. It's like, well, then you have to not sit on the Supreme well, Court. Something I learned is originalist, what it, what it means, and it doesn't mean they only want the first draft. You know, they, they take every amendment all the way up to, to, like, the last one, which I think was What's civil rights. Last? I don't remember. No, was there one about handicapped people after civil rights? Oh, my God, we did this. But whatever. <laughs> they, what they mean by originalist, yes. I, I learned in the last week from a podcast. This, was, this, you know what? The worst case scenario was not an originalist They're podcast. talking about interpretation and vocabulary of the time it was written. So, like, if that word meant that then— that's what it means to them. But like, it also so doesn't, saying, like, that means nothing. And, and, no, it and means a big OG. Argument, a big argument of this is it wasn't FDR. My, I don't remember, one of them, basically, some liberal president in the past was mm -hmm. like, oh, this says, this one line says the welfare of the people. Mm -hmm. That means it's okay to give everybody money. Right. And that really is how, like, the entire idea of, like, how FDR started giving, you know, right. starting uh, a, social, a social yes. security right. system and all that was, yes. and why they call it welfare is mm -hmm. because that word, that one word, it wasn't like, it didn't explain it. That anymore. It just said the welfare of the people. So he was like, you know, and that's the thing is that that word, the wording, you know, that word is absolutely yeah. 
kryptonite and gold to different sides over time. But that that's an interpretation. Now it's called work An originalist first. originalist would <laughs> just fair. say. Like Work first. protect, you know, having police—that's okay. That we've already covered their welfare. We don't need to feed them; they can do that. We're just making sure that they have a place they can do that. Yeah, and now they can work first. Where Democrats are saying, "Well, welfare means we take care of those that need taken care of," and right. so that's a big part of originalists. It comes down to just to that, to welfare. And they didn't even have originalists until welfare fights began, like in the '60s and '70s. Right, but the, but like you know, one of the other um, Supreme Court flips that they just did uh, was about like the every, gun rights yeah. in New York and they were like well we're originalists so they said you can have this uh, gun wherever you go and it's like okay well originalists where does it say AR-15 yeah. in, in the and constitution and while I fully agree with that I just want to offer this very interesting perspective that oh, I was shit, given oh shit are you going to take a counter stance the I'm unpopular not. stance I, you know that I don't I really at this point I can't take stances anymore are you right? an original these knees are weak people like I really am just like I don't know <laughs> but but the Bronx defenders who are phenomenal, right? They are like the public defenders model. Of My what favorite every, Justice League is the Bronx defenders. <laughs> every single public defender's office in the United States should look and study at what they do. They are just like a comprehensive group of public defenders that work in the Bronx and they are so like hyper intentional and conscious. They give every family that they work with like social workers that do stuff. They help promote all kinds of things around like policy changes in the Bronx and specifically obviously about racism and they were saying that like in some ways this allows them do we know that it will end up yes obviously in horrifying situations where but what we know is like right black men are going to be killed whether you're carrying a gun that's concealed or you're holding your cell phone or they're completely unarmed it's already like super fucked so so you know but their argument was if someone is arrested for something like it gives so much more opportunity for people who have legal carry weapons and black men here in the Bronx that we're trying to go to court over and over for. Mm -hmm. And if we can show and they make it through that interaction, you know, and they're on the other side, which is like such a gross thing to say, but it's true. Right. But if they do, we have more leeway now legally to say like he had a right legally had a right to have that gun. I'm right. not saying, you know, but it was just like a really good perspective because obviously I went straight to where everyone went, right? Like school shootings and shit. You're like, oh my God, they just want everyone to have these concealed weapons, like young white kids, you know, that can go do these See, things. But, but they no, gave a different no, and perspective. I compl- that no, I was I like, don't, I and I completely fair. don't get the concealed part. Like, that shouldn't be legal. Like, I think if you the right to bear arms, I will understand that means you're actually having the thing. You okay. know, like, so bear maybe means you get to carry it around. But, like, so when I was growing up in Virginia, not only, you know, I had friends whose dads had guns. There was right. this law that you had to see it from three directions. Open carry, yeah. Like, somebody had, you, you couldn't just have it, like, on your front. It had to be on your side so it could be seen from three sides yeah. of you. And, like, that makes sense to me. Like, if you're going to have a gun everybody else should fucking know you should have to wear a hat you know like that's yeah. bright pink or some shit like no uh, just, if you're gonna have one then fucking have it you know have it I out there bright loudly pink hat is no. actually a really good idea we could get those um me too like pussy the, yeah hats. pussy, the hats. pussy hats. everyone yeah, wears the yo. vagina hat well that's what it and that's what gun. it means you're totally afraid of some <laughs> shit you pussy we're gonna put the hat on it's also yeah exactly how we like, unite the people what, what are you so shook about bro and there's another why, thing i was thinking about like not being a christian i don't know a lot about it but I'm pretty sure there's a big a, par- a big part of Christianity is that you're not allowed to fight back, right? 
Isn't that well, like one no. of Jesus's big laws? Is if somebody smacks you in the face, you that's, need to offer them your other cheek and be like, smack you it again. You, There's no, no self-defense in Jesus. That's not how you, you love your neighbor. You are expressing a view of originalism yeah. in uh, Christianity. And you know what? Christianity uh, still if, believes in the Old Testament, too, though, if old, they choose. Old thou shalt not yeah, kill. No, that's stone your neighbor on Saturday if you see him working. Or but you uh, have to, you, you, you got you to run it by the rabbi, though. Period. You, can't just, you don't just get to stone your neighbor, though. You need to go to the rabbi, and the whole town stones him. It's not just you stoning your neighbor is killing, and that's still thou shalt not kill. You still need to like check with the elders. I feel like it depends on where and when you stone them because if she's on her period and eating shellfish and or a cheeseburger at brunch, you can stone that broad. Or two different That's kinds f- of um, fabric. Especially you know what? You're an originalist cycle. and I accuse you of originalism. Hey, I'm just saying. I remember turning the other cheek. That's the one thing that I remember from Bible school. Me too. Showing your ass. It, raising boys. Well. It would just seem kids. like gun self-defense just doesn't seem very Christian. And I can't understand how it's somebody can put a Christian quote on the side of their gun. Look, and all jokes aside. People I'm put not, John 16 on the fucking on the gun. It, well, Wait it's John 316. I don't care. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Whoa. Yeah. Oh. They shouldn't have guns. It's <laughs> mind blown. They're it's sending John, themselves to hell. It's John 316. Okay. Like, I like that matter. He calls himself a fucking originalist, and he's gonna go he John sixteen. Know. Does he even know what John sixteen is? It's like two Corinthians walk into a bar. You know what I mean? Fuck that shit. I saw it on a poster board at a football game um, for a hundred years. And I, well, I feel that's fair. Um, <laughs> Before I knew what it meant. No, but as far as the Bronx defenders um, thing goes, it is I think not without merit, but. A couple things to consider there is that, um, you know, we've talked about the Tamir Rice murder, right? It was a 12-year-old boy with a toy gun, and the cops, it's on video, and they showed it, and these cops just pull up and immediately just buck him. Like, they, I don't even think they got out of the car. They just buck him out the car window, and he's a 12-year-old boy with a toy gun. And, um, you know, we've said it before, but it's it bears repeating, is... It was in Ohio, which is an open carry state. So like, oh, we thought it was a real gun. And it's like, yeah, but in this state, it's legal to just walk the fuck around with a real gun. So you shot a little boy with a real gun. So in as much as I do agree with, like, as you said, if the suspect who is a black male in the Bronx actually survives an interaction with the police and then goes through the court system and gets out the other end, that could be, you know, be like, hey, Your Honor, he's legally allowed to have that gun. It is, if you can get there, that is a legitimate argument, but... um, It's not a legitimate argument for or against. It's the perspective that the Bronx defenders come from. That's their job. That's what they do. So... We could all be like, it's one perspective or the other as if they're like two separate sides, but it's just literally infinite perspectives on something to just be like, right. oh, wait a second. I thought it just meant this, but, but maybe. So as but as it pertains to the Bronx in specific, uh, what I would say when I was a kid, uh, there was the Larry Davis case and it was like, 
I want to say 86, 87, 88, somewhere heart of the crack era. And uh, the only reason that I really, you know, remember this tremendously is way pre uh, 24 hour news cycle. I would come home from school because I grew up, you know, in the suburbs of Manhattan. So you would get all the New York news. And uh, in, like I would go to turn on the cartoons. And instead of that, there was a manhunt for Larry Davis that went on for like a week or more or something. And the reason was because Larry Davis sold crack in the Bronx and he uh, shot, I think, nine cops or something like that when they went to raid his house. You know? Nice. And it, nice. It's, uh, I believe it still stands as the most New York City cops shot in a single incident. Well, when he went to trial, and he got actually, he did it, and he got away, which is crazy because he was in a project apartment, which there's only one door in and out. So the whole fucking squad raided his crib. He shot his way out, got to the roof of the building, jumped to another building, got the fuck away. And the reason that he canceled all my G.I. Joe and Transformer cartoons for a whole fucking week was they couldn't find the motherfucker. You know what I mean? When they finally get him... He turns himself in and makes sure that the poli that the uh, media cameras are there. He fucking gets to trial without being murdered by the cops. And that's the only reason he wasn't murdered was because he made sure that the media cameras were there. And he gets defended by fucking, uh, I believe, Bill Kunstler and Ron Kuby, who are the, you know, the kind of high watermark of civil rights attorneys of the day. And... What he testifies to is, yeah, I shot all those fucking cops. Yes, I sold crack in the Bronx. But here's the catch is that he was selling cops or he was selling crack for the cops. And the reason that they were raiding his crib was not to bust him for selling crack. It was the cops that he was selling crack for that figured out that. He didn't want to sell crack for them anymore, so they were there to kill him. And that's he, a whole season of the Shield. It's just totally described like an entire season of the Shield. But it's a true story that yeah, happened yeah. in the eighties in the Bronx. I and think the Shield described that story. Yeah, I'm it's, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so point being, though, he didn't say no. I didn't shoot nine fucking NYPD cops. He said yes, I did. But by the laws of the state of New York. They were here to kill me, not arrest me. And so, therefore, I shot nine cops in self-defense. And because the trial took place in the Bronx, he had a jury of his peers that all knew, like, you know, and these are regular working-class motherfuckers in the Bronx. They knew. They were like, yeah, these cops do sell crack out here. And they do have brothers out here on the street doing that shit. And so he was found not guilty of that but he did not walk free and this is where it ties back to what we're talking about about how while i agree with the philosophy of the bronx defenders it just isn't going to work materially is so he he gets found not guilty on the grounds of self-defense for shooting these cops but they were like you weren't supposed to have that pistol in the first place. So he gets sentenced to something like three to five years for having but the But now fucking, he wouldn't have that. The firearm. But now he wouldn't Ooh, have that. That's oh the point. <laughs> but he would have had to qualify for it. Dude, but right, hold on. But you don't yeah. know that that wasn't a legal deal. Yeah. Holy shit, I just proved that. I just 
went through that whole. You just Adam Strange the fuck out of me. Wow, I told what a that, huge compliment. I just told that whole story <laughs> thinking I was gonna break down why that shit didn't work, but you just proved why my story doesn't work. Now you know, but yeah, they fucking. But just to put the point on the pencil is just to say that he gets convicted of possession of a firearm. And once he gets to right. Rikers and if you Island have that, and in prison, regardless of the old law or the new law, that's still a separate charge. And they, but there's less people that will have. Yeah. But while he was in prison, it, which should have been for three to five years, they killed him when he was in prison. The 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 COs murdered him. You they know, kill but so many people. Absolutely. Speaking but, of, so sick story, bro. But you, just Lane got twenty years. Oh. Oh, so bright side to that story. R. Kelly, <laughs> R. Kelly as well. Didn't he get? Did he get thirty? Did he? I thought R. Kelly might have got more. Did he get any time at all? Did yes. he not get Oh no, life? he is suing right now because they put him on suicide watch. He was put oh. on suicide watch, and he was so against that but that he's, he's suing. But he's going that. down for other people like her, right? Like I'm not like, oh no, they're gonna murder him. Like for what? Well, like he did was, it all. Yeah. It wasn't like her, you know. Yeah. Like this list no, this that is, will is, now. Yeah, this is something no, he did for himself. Brought, if I may, like, you know, she's on suicide watch, which I feel like now is different. It's like, watch, suicide. Is she now, though, <laughs> that she like was sentenced? Because she was before she was sentenced, but I don't know that she is. she still? Or are they like, all right, she I went in, know. she took it. No one's afraid she's going to do anything. But as we, you know, how we talked about how, I mean, obviously everyone knows Epstein got suicided. Uh, and then who was it? Mark Morganton. What the fuck was his name? No, who Bernard, it? whatever, in Paris. You yeah, the dude the in Paris. Paris but no, then the, the Bill Clinton associate. Oh, who yeah. That walked uh, Epstein mm. in 17 times. His name was, I, th- I want to say it was Mark Morganton, but, you know, mm, facts aren't what we do here. It's something like that. And then the chick who fucking introduced Mark Morganton to Epstein, who got uh, suicided by uh, tying her ankles with oh, an electrical to cord the, to yeah. a fucking uh, uh, a cinder block and then jumped one. in a river after she had tied her ankles together to us. <laughs> so, like, I'm just saying that, yes, uh, Ghislaine is on suicide watch, but uh, not since the movie Heathers have so many friends been successfully suicided. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just saying, it's like, it's pretty, it's very, uh, JD, it's very, uh, Kristen Slater, it's very, uh, shower nozzle masturbation, it's, it's very, I love my dead gay son, dude, I, it's very, uh, they drank Perrier, but there's, I just saw some fucking, some movie coming out about a wrestling family, but I never heard of this, some dude, apparently this wrestler killed, like, got killed in, in the ring somewhere back in the 70s, and five of his brothers killed themselves because he died. He died. This dude had this man who was a wrestling superstar had six sons or seven sons. Oh, it was his kids. And he had seven sons that he trained to wrestle. One of them dies. Five, five of them killed themselves because one they were sad that their brother died. And I had never heard of anything like that. I, There's I, one still and alive. And so one is still alive, and he's still wrestling. He's out there in the world wrestling. He's like the legacy Which of this family. Which one of them family. is on suicide And they're watch. making some, no, five of them at the same, just the idea of that. I imagine you had seven Wait, kids, and five of them the killed, old, like one of them the dies. The, yeah, the oldest one died, and yeah. so the, the five under him. Because it's weird with sibling, you know. Yeah. Don't you, you would think, think there was a little more going on there, though? It had to be. I mean, when you see yeah. five people. But, you know, um, Picasso is a weird one, too. When Picasso died, 
I think it was like 15, 12 to 15. There was something like he had, you know, six women that all had children, six or seven. And of his just of that. his children and ex-wives, like 12 of them within a month killed themselves after he died. Like his ex-wives, a couple, like at least three or four of his ex-wives. And then a bunch of the children all just were like, nope, without dad, I'm done. Whoa. And they all died. So like his descendants went from like 24 or 40 to like eight. No, I like had no clue. Some shit. Did you know Salvador Dali? Wait, his, Picasso died. I ain't trying to hear it. His, his older brother passed away before he was born, and his name was Salvador Dali. And then his parents had him a couple, like a year after his brother died. They named him Salvador Dali, but there was like pictures of the older Salvador Dali around the house. But he died when he was very young, like I think three or four. But if you look at a lot of Salvador Dali's paintings, it's like him and his brother. But he's grown. Like there's teenage pictures and adult pictures of the two of them together. But he never met him. Like he was born after. And they have the same name. It's really interesting. You know, if you're ever in St. Pete. (laughs) Now, one thing about the gun stuff is North Carolina, we have a law where you're allowed to say property rights trump your gun rights. So you can't bring your gun on my property. Like you'll see signs on stores that say uh-huh. no, no carry, okay. no open carry, no carry in here, and that's that right now that could be challenged because of this ruling. Because basically they're saying no, as an American, you have the right to go where you want. You know. So you could walk into even if they, as a private establishment, say no concealed carry here. It, it can be challenged now. Because, but, but you can say like, yet. I don't want you in here if you're. I mean, there's, mm-hmm. it's a whole thing. Right? Like, carrying a concealed weapon, like, they should be able to say, no, we don't allow yep. that here. Yeah. Just like I can't walk in the store smoking a cigarette. Yeah. Yep. You know? Or bring alcohol in the store, even if it's in my bag and I don't open my bag and it's just, like, an open bottle of wine. I can't have that in your store. Yep. No, you know? So I don't thing. see how that's, like, necessarily going to lead to that. Not that I want anyone to be carrying guns concealed or otherwise. Like, I'm actually not. That's what I mean. Like, I don't ever get on, like, a stance about it, honestly, at this point. I'm so over all that stuff. I, I kind of don't care what they do anymore. I'm like, you guys do whatever the fuck you want to do. And, like, we're going to do whatever the fuck we want to do. And we'll see how it all shakes out. Well, like, week, I really don't care what well, just like can a, and can't do. Just like a Supreme Court greatest hits this week of, like, they basically said the EPA can't stop pollution. Right. They said that you can pray at school. Right. That you can't can't have any abortions and that guns anywhere you want to bring guns. Like basically everything you can think of. Yeah. You know, I'm surprised they didn't like bring slavery back. You know, so at that point, that's where I'm like, at, w- at what time do we get to not consider it spiritual bypassing to say, like, how do I as an autonomous human being help educate other autonomous human beings so that we can just separate ourselves from the concept that this is a body of power because to me at this point like it doesn't matter like you can say that i can or can't do this i will continue to do exactly what the fuck i've been doing and so will lots of other people and the fact that we keep giving them this thing so that it like shifts your whole consciousness into like this state of fear right like they're doing this to us they're doing this to us is that helping you no right that's not empowering any of us so just say I don't really care what they say. Be, you know, be the teenager at this point, right? Like, fuck you. I don't care what you say. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want to do because I do know better. And in some ways you do, in some ways you don't. And like, we'll see how it is when you grow up a little bit. And let's just be like that. Just like, I'm doing whatever the fuck I want to do anyway. I just, 
it's hard to like the rise of Hitler. You know, like basically, like anytime any kind of fascism in America creeps up, there's always going to be a lot of screaming. Thankfully, you know, like and right now, like there is more pushback right now than normal. People are going to be. I think people are going to. What the Supreme Court did this week. What are they going to do? Was more than the Democrats could have done for themselves to get votes in the next two elections. You know, alone, and I think they actually did yeah, all this that, shit because they know. That's a dangerous game. I agree exactly with you, but it's what a they're dangerous doing. That's exactly game. the part. Well, of I'm, it. I'm saying, opposed to saying, well, they're passing a lot of laws against us. Well, mm-hmm. we can't do anything about it. Fuck it, let's go fishing. Oh no, 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 no. Okay. I'm not saying don't do anything about it. I'm saying do exactly what the fuck you want to do, despite what any of them say, because the Democratic Party is making a fucking killing on this situation, and they're texting people. That, oh, look what happened to Roe v. Wade. Donate, donate, donate. You could have codified Republican it. Republican publicists you made it a law. paid a lot they of money this week for this. They don't want to make it a fucking this. law, dude. They want to play a game with the human mind and tell you, oh, we're going to do this thing, so give us money now on top uh, of yeah, all the other fucking money you're like, giving. Like the Sandy Hook fuck parents, them, they're dude. not really out there fighting gun control. They're just like... Right. Trying to get that money. Yeah, they are, but that's. I'm wait, saying what, the, the, dem- the Democratic Democratic, the Democratic Party is made up, uh, and, and, and I'm not part of an organized political party. I'm a Democrat, so like you're, they're wait, not they're not one Democrat? thing. They are not, not one thing. I vote Democrat. I'm not, but I'm gonna vote. There's nothing else to fucking vote for. I'm not voting red. Right. And Democrats okay. is not a group in any way that's constructed. Like AOC does not hang out with Nancy Pelosi. They are not getting drinks. You know, they're not a group together. There are yeah, but they are the not, only one helpful, susceptible to the to the I, to the progressive party. Explain your argument to me because I'm confused now. Okay, like number one, I think saying one of the most dangerous things in American politics is mm-hmm. the parties are exactly the same because they're fucking not. No, I've, I've they're, said they're, that they have similarities. Yes, right. no, no, no. humans have similarities. Look, they are in com- they are different in many ways. But and we've one of them is this. that. My beliefs. There are two pockets in the same okay. pants. <laughs> my beliefs exist in one of those parties. Two pockets. My Shakur? beliefs are illegal two in, in the, the other pants, parties. No, that's bro, that's, 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 shit, that's your new show alias. Two pockets. Yeah, and I'm just saying that. But like, who's wearing the pants, dude? Yeah, okay. one of them okay. is. We and by, know and that what you're now. doing is chiseling away support from the one that accepts my beliefs, so that the other one that wants to kill I'm me gets more support. It does. Anything to do with them? I don't give a fuck, and I don't give them support. But I'm gonna give support to the people around me. And they're the ones that make the rules in the world we live in. Right. are like I, they don't make the rules I live in. That's what I'm saying. Mm. She doesn't follow they the rules. Make the rules for the world that I choose to live in. Well, well, I'm a, a lone woman. Want to terminate pregnancies? Have you, have, have you I will fucking help them have in their wa- home, affordable and safe, and I will do it. And I don't give a fuck Thanks. what they say about it. Period. You've never given a fuck about what they say about lots of shit you do. So you're you saying so it was so it didn't matter when women got the right to vote. That didn't matter it at all. It does matter to the point of history. And now we are entering. A different level of consciousness where people got to take control and stop asking other people to give you rights that are yours. Just take them. They're yes. not going to fucking give them to you. They're never going to give them to you. I they don't care about you. Do both. Like, you can still vote and hope that the laws change while fighting it. I can still smoke weed and then still vote yes on weed. I'm not going to say, well, why would I go vote yes on weed? Because, of course, we're going to lose. Sure, Let them lose. Sure, you can go and stand in the room and get a free pen and do the thing and feel like, all right, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, my shit a made a difference. You, you know, yeah, like, you can post it on the gram. Like, I did the shit. And then you'll watch everything still go in whatever direction it's going. Or you just take control and be like, I'm going to do what the fuck I'm going to do. And we're going to see how all this right, shakes right, out. Right, and you can do both. As usual, as usual. Right. I, I like to roll the grenade Sorry. down the room, but I take a... 
this the weirdest thing is that the worst case scenario is the only time I take a middle of the road Wait, fucking here's, here's thing. But hold on, hold on, hold on. Kim Roney running for mayor. Let me Kim Roney. Yeah, no, that's no, local government already, and that's Hold different. on, you already did that shit. I'm not talking about the difference between local government. That Let me just difference. talk for a second. Where does it stop? I completely agree. County? I completely agree, Silvery, with you. That, like, we're going, we've been breaking these laws. We are here to do that. Like, my freedom is not based on... Republican, Democrat, Autobot, Decepticon, none of that shit. And, uh, but I also agree with you, Adam Strange, that it's not irrelevant uh, who you vote for and to vote because specifically the, the analogy that I generally make is like Democrats are kind of like that homie that says like they're your man. But then you get jumped at the bar and they just watch you get your ass kicked. They do not have your back. But Republicans are the dudes that are actively kicking you in your ribs while you're they're the ones jumping you. But so nobody wants to vote for the asshole that doesn't have your back in a bar fight. But where I find that middle of the road of why that matters, Silvery, is to be like, yo, I'm here to break these laws. I've always been doing it. But how many laws do I really need to break at, at one time? And, like, granted, we out you. But, like, if I can mitigate how much fuck shit I have to deal with at any given time, I do. Like, I, I completely agree with you. You know how malarkey teeth ain't shit to me. Fuck him. Fucking Kamala is a fucking cop. I completely that's a fact bro and like yes it's dope that a woman of color got voted into the office but she's a fucking cop anyway um <clears throat> but point being of like how much fight do we want to have to fight at the same time is all i'm saying i don't have to fight did you know that 60 <laughs> cops and locally if, if kim roney becomes mayor 60 police officers said they're gonna quit i'm with that and even reading that like and it wasn't that they actually said it it's one of the guys from the fraternal order of police said mm. that he's heard at least 60 guys will quit because kim roney hates police and if she gets in but then they also said esther manheimer she hates cops too but she's just more cool about being and the thing is the esther manheimer the Esther Manheimer. I know. I thought she never said anything about anything. I've never no. seen a single thing. No, she's she tried ever said. during during the the protests and the Black Lives Matter rising two years, year and a half, whatever it was, during the pandemic. They mm -hmm. um, she kept trying to walk the line real hard. She mm -hmm. kept like, yeah, uh, she just doesn't really ever say anything. But she just sort of stands there. The idea that sixty cops basically said, you know, if if the city of Asheville decides what it wants, fuck it, mm -hmm. like. You can't protect us now if you're not going to protect us if no, she gets in office. You should all fucking quit now. And the idea that if 60 of them find quit, her stolen car, do you think we could find 60 of us? Because like I wouldn't want to be a cop, but if there were 60 of us and we could tons all, of them, right? if everybody you know from the bar, if we could all just go be hilarious. cops together, a huge group of them. That's a movie. Quit. That's a TV show right there. Like okay, if I might, if I made, and there's interject. a lot of money to be made being a cop. We so can sell crack. I'm pretty just saying. sure, though. I'm gonna tell you honestly. Mayor? I'm on a board with some cops right now, and you know, there's you like, bored with cops. That's a lot to say, but it's a true, it's a, you know, true facts. And like, there's yeah, it's complicated. I'm just putting this out there, uh, but I'm pretty sure I've not done the math on this, but. Uh, 
what do they call it when they take your property away? Uh, Imminent domain. I'm pretty sure Esther, Mayor Esther Manheimer is an anagram for that. Eminent for eminent domain. I'm just going to speculate on that. I have no proof. I have no proof. I think Esther Manheimer is an anagram for that. This is a very Riddler like riddle me this Batman that's what I think I can't prove it I can't argue it uh, given a few minutes outside of the uh, confines of this uh, show the funny thing about could. the cops that were making these press release statements is that like they have to understand by the way that they they even said the statement in the first place that they're not hurting her by saying this out loud you know like in this town right now they're basically saying Asheville is liberal and they hate cops you know so does Kim Roney. They're I hate God, What too. they're saying is, vote Kim Roney. She's the most liberal, liberal town. Hey, liberal town, look at this one. She's most liberal. Like, they're kind of helping her. Like, I think the conversations around that that news story, which was the Daily Planet, the Asheville Daily Planet. You remember, this paper, when it first came yeah. out, it was it's crazy right liberal. It was like a hippie liberal paper. Then it went away. It was gone. And I think somebody must have bought but it because now, now it's, it's the, right the far, shit. far right view. They had, just had an article about like how, so like, many people you know. They had an article that was <laughs> Asheville. Asheville's having, you know, July 4 celebrations, even though they hate America. That's just and it was straight up an article about how, as an Ashevillian, we hate America because, you know, we, we think black people are okay. No, that's what they call doing the Asheville. You can, like, knock up somebody on a one-night stand. You can um, start a business and then later develop a drug habit where you run it into the ground. Or you can um, sell a lot of drugs and then snitch downhill on the people that work for you and so now you can add that to the list of things called doing the Asheville. you start a restaurant okay Mm -hmm. and as it fails you use all the weed you're growing launder through the restaurant to make it look like your books are doing great and then you sell it to somebody that just moved here because they think your restaurant's doing great and there is there is an actual like pocket industry of Asheville about like well I made the most money selling the coffee shop for 300 grand I can't believe they gave me 300 grand. The guy's got the coffee shop like, I'm not even making 500 a week. Listen, we're just all out here doing the Asheville. You know what I mean? Like, honestly, is there is there anything like really more lax than doing the Asheville? I will say something. I haven't seen Esther Manheimer campaigning. I haven't seen any signs for her, anything running. And all over town, I'm seeing Kim Roney signs popping up left and right. Like, you look in yards. That's you, true. You're going to see five Kim Roney signs between my house and here, but you're not going to see a single Esther Manheimer. Right, but so Manheimer I'm, steamroller. But I'm not I don't sure. Even remember when she was voted in, honestly, and I knew the one before her. But Why okay, but I'm not sure Chuck, if Chuck that's Burley. if that's something that we should be heartened by, or if it's something we should be terrified. Yeah, she's by. like, right. I don't because need the to thing campaign. is, all, the, the fact that because you know I have a fucking Kim Roney sign on my porch, and yo. I don't just vote Kim Roney for mayor. I vote Kim Roney for overlord. You know, let's get that clear. But um, the fact that you don't see Manheimer signs out again. So the, the signs we see for Kim Roney. Yeah, they're are in our in, neighborhoods. Are, well, those are indicative of a legit grassroots movement. Yeah. That's real. And people use that term. They abuse it. You know, but it's real. Kim Roney's shit is very real. It's grassroots. The signs are hand painted, but and they're wooden. 
Yeah, and I went and took him off her front porch. I actually took him and then texted her later. It was like, hey, just so you know, I was on your porch earlier and I took the shit. And she was like, cool. Like, all right. Not at your house, though. But, yeah, she was like, uh, <laughs> I got six neighbors. They're going to vote yeah, no. she was like, I seen what happened to your Black Lives Matter sign. Don't don't put my shit up. But the f- that, yes, net positive. But uh, the fact that we're not seeing any current overlord Esther Mannheimer signs should let you know that they're not fucking sweating it, bro. Yeah. She eminent domain. real deal, man. She, she is, is the, but like, this is, okay, so town. this is... She always has been... This like, is the heart of what I was... Truly different than what we were referring to. Completely that, agree. Yeah. I think everyone on this page is voting for Kim Roney, for sure. And we were probably all voting for Kim Roney before she was ever running for anything, I actually. Yeah. But definitely my point said is this: she run for me. my I'm sure she already was, but my like ill-advised, all right, my ill-advised joke that did not land about Esther Mannheimer is an anagram for fucking eminent domain is rooted in reality, which is the fact that what? Esther Mannheimer was an eminent domain attorney before she became the mayor. So what eminent domain is, as we all know, is just taking your shit without permission. And they offer you a paltry amount of money, and if you don't fucking take it, well, fuck it, we're taking it anyway. So if you think that someone who was an eminent domain attorney and this town has eminent domain more property than that's in thing, her though. time period than any other fucking time in this town, which has always been a very corrupt town. But you have someone who that was her fucking day job before she came yeah. to mayor. And then you don't see fucking signs for her running for mayor. It's because she's eminent domaining well, your shit. Bro. I don't know if you know what the economy's doing right now, but um. Fuck shit, I imagine. Real estate is not going to have money. Good. Real estate is not going to have money to spend. <laughs> is it wait? Is it sweet? On candidates sweet? right now, and I don't know if it's just going to happen to perfectly time out for Kim Roney that the people that normally would be giving campaign contributions to Esther Meinhammer, like yeah. what they're doing to stop inflation right they now, have to pay for gas, is so jacking like jacking interest rates. So like real estate is fucked right now. Like real estate has had the pause button hit like about two months ago, and they're like, mm-hmm. hey, stop just stop right now let no and so like they're not going to have the money they normally would have had to campaign so that might just roll right but into kim Roney getting a good luck out yeah, of and people are also like getting gas they're not gonna need it because they're fucking imminent domaining <laughs> like, well there's yo, not uh, that's not really a, they're I mean, imminent domaining i don't know what land you're talking about right now like the biggest thing in Asheville has been selling county land to private people that's been the more like there's a lot of downtown that they just own that they sold off for prices mm-hmm. that they shouldn't have for people that are just going to flip it into a hotel and then sell it themselves mm-hmm. and that's been a bigger issue but because of the pandemic we had that whole freeze on hotels that kind of like scared off a lot of hotel brands and then right now when they're they can come back the economy just took a shit so they're like oh well like right now Asheville's is going to float where it is for a minute while everybody begs for affordable that isn't right but you do understand but micro apartments are coming that. have you heard of micro apartments no, I don't. Like, I don't fucking want to wait. Are we past an hour? Because I don't want to fucking like hear about tiny that. houses. Well, I sell apartments. I got an idea. <laughs> we can make walls. They were like, "Yo, 
I share bathrooms. It's like a hostel. Yeah. I see your they tiny. They have like little college fridges. In That's them. not like my 19 year old looked at them and we were like, this is horrifying. They were like a thousand dollars a month. Oh, and you got to share a shitter. So gross. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, they're like, yo, I see your tiny home and I raise you. It's a hostel now. You know what I mean? It's just like dog. Like. It's uh, it's honestly the fucking Airbnb version of um, streaming. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where like, you remember when uh, you know, as musicians, right? We yeah. were in the same band, and so when fucking Apple decided like, oh, we're gonna fight Napster by fucking making downloads, and uh, the customer pays a dollar, and you get a penny. And you're like, okay, cool. All right, that sucks, but I guess that's how we do this now. And then when streaming came about, somebody looked at a fucking penny and was like, nah, I feel like we can pay less. Let's let's break this. Yo, how many parts can we? And it is 0.08 of a cent. So for every stream that either of us get, or any musician really, uh, 12 streams roughly, gets you one fucking penny and so that's like what we're talking about is like somebody looked at tiny homes and then looked at fucking airbnbs and was like no way i got this i I think we can pay them less i think we can pay them less there's these two companies in california now that have um it's it's a it's like they have a subscription service where you pay this much a month or whatever and then they have houses all over california that are just full of bunks so you walk in and the living room of the house would be like 30 to 40 bunks. And then there's some bathrooms and living rooms and kitchens and stuff. Yeah. But like, that's it. You know, you're paying this small amount overnight. But you, uh, And then there's like a locker in the, in the bunk. Yeah. So basically you can go from house to house. And their idea is to have them all over the country so you can like move around and stuff. And the idea Adult when they first made camp, it in L.A., it was for like people that are on a film crew from out of town or they're in town for a festival. And then it just spread because everybody needed somewhere cheap to sleep. And so it's like you take a house and you do what the airlines used to do in New York and you put like 30 bunks in every room. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, that's... Hey, we're permanent Better than a tent on the highway. Class. We are... Yeah, we are permanent, not even... Not even working class. Like, it's just we're permanent clientele class. Where we're like, uh, it's it's the company store. Remember the concept of the company store? It's it's that, and it's permanent. And what it is, is just. And I'm not a fucking economist, but I will take a look. It's fucking late stage capitalism. Yeah. We are now where like when we were celebrating, and I don't mean we literally, but. When the Berlin Wall came down, everybody was like, fucking Reagan, fucking wanted for all of us, man. Fucking capitalism, fuck communism. Like when we watched the evil empire fall, that's where we're at. It's just a couple of decades later, but that's where we are. It's late stage capitalism and we're fucking done. We're eating ourselves and it's... Uh, it's a really bright and cheery way to end a fucking podcast, but you know, I'm not, I'm not an economist, but I don't fucking need to be, you know, like, uh, it's, uh, fucking as, uh, I don't know if he made this line up or not, but there's a line in a common song where he says it don't take a whole day to recognize sunshine, bro. 
You know what I mean? Like, I see it. I live it when they're like, oh, it's a, it's a relapse. What do they call that shit when the economy relapses? Fucking uh, recession. It's a recession. I'm like, I didn't, I actually didn't notice. I've been fucking eating shit burgers for a long time, bro. I didn't realize. Oh, is it a recession? Oh, y'all are broke too? No, it (laughs) technically just Oh, shit, bro. Like, there's more people eating shit burgers next to me? Like, I didn't, honestly, I I think it means, you know, decline for more than two quarters, I think. It's like definitely a a, a thing that that means recession. All of it. The the whole big schlubbio. So, recession. Really, just mean it doesn't actually mean like this right now is something's happening. It's just an indicator of of things, and they don't mean anything anymore because like we just went through the pandemic where like every rule of economy stuff just kind of yeah. got scrambled in a way that and nothing that makes sense that anymore. Fucking, and I know that you already know this, but like that rents, they're talking about like oh the rent crisis, the homeowner crisis, it's happening. At the same time that people are like, oh, wait, be careful because the pandemic might not be over. And it's like, bro, you didn't let me work for a year and a half, two years. And then you're skyrocketing rents. Well, and another thing is that's that is nobody's connecting this that when Trump made all those tax cuts, Mm -hmm. they didn't realize that every government was going to be broke because of that. So uh, every local government was like, we got one thing, raise property taxes. That's all they can do. Right. So they had to because the Trump tax cuts took all the corporate money that was coming in and giving a little padding to everybody was gone. So now all the people have to pay. And that's the thing. It's like shit is so connected. And that that is exactly why like Asheville needed to raise it. And they still don't have shit for money. And they still they want to raise the property taxes more. And it's like they fucking can't. They came in and. All right. You know what? Are we closing on that? Say something funny, motherfucker. Yeah, there ain't shit. They're, okay, Minnesota. Apparently, the Republicans there were doing their little CBD law. They had, like, a law saying that beverages and edibles with CBDs would be cool, mm-hmm. but they forgot to put in a cap for amount of THC. They put in a line saying that THC in edibles and da, 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 for adult use would be okay, okay, but they forgot to cap THC because it was supposed to be THC up to this percentage so that okay. it would be CBDs, okay. but they didn't put that in. They signed the law and they passed it, and Minnesota Republicans, by mistake, legalized THC edibles and drinks in their own state. And now they're all freaking out because they didn't realize they were legalizing weed. All right, so we're ending on a net positive drug test. I guess for like anybody that lives in Minnesota. Anastasia Starclaw. Do people live in Minnesota? Anyone to shout out? Slug. Slug can smoke weed now, or he can drink his weed now. I I I've met him, but I don't know that he smokes weed. Thanks for having me, guys. It was fun, up real Asheville experience. It's say what you will. It is a legitimate, filthy West Side experience. So, on behalf of Anastasia Star Closet, my man Adam Strange, the Vice Count, Dirty Finger, uh, my uh, sexy voice cohort, uh, Silvery Plath, aka Babe Ruthless, aka. Woko Ono Yoni Berra. I am your host, the foul mouth jerk, uh, Fallio Iglesias, Puna DeFranco, MC Onion, the rap scallion, known to the ladies as a pimp named Sugar Cookie. You have been rocking with the worst. This is the worst case scenario because two wrongs don't make it right, but three wrongs definitely make it worst. <laughs> <laughs>